Loves everyone and welcome back to Tears and Flowers. You are inside the mind of a healing Muslima once again. And we're going to do something different from now on. We're going to have something called Monday Moments of Poetic Reflection. Okay, so what that's going to be about is it's going to be either myself reading my own original poetry or even you, my listeners, if you want to join in, add in on it, you can either send it to me or you can call in and, you know, say your poetry yourself. And um, it can be about whatever you want. Um, most of mine's will probably be about um, some of my struggles during, you know, my harder years and my situation. And even some about hope and healing and all that good stuff, you know, it's called poetic reflection, so I do a lot of my reflection in my poetry. So today I'm going to kick it off with something that I wrote, and I was reflecting on the fact that I had completely lost myself in my marriage. Like, I didn't know, I had spent a decade in it, and by the time it was over, I literally had no clue on what direction I was going to go, who I was even anymore, what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, just, I was completely lost when it came to myself. And so I had to start reflecting on myself and slowly start building myself up. And when I thought about how I was during those years, um, it just made me realize how I was present but so absent in a lot of things emotionally um you know emotionally spiritually just tried to you know put myself in my own little uh, happy place I guess in order to endure the hardships that I had to face and so I thought about what it felt like with me not being myself anymore and how I wanted to get that back. And so here is something that I wrote. It's untitled, so I'm just going to jump right on into it. Bismillah, okay. Zakia, please come back. I can't say I'm surprised, but you left so quietly. No one noticed. I've been crying for you every day now for years. Where have you gone? How could you just leave here alone? How did you think I could survive without your softness? You left this tired clone in your wake who couldn't even muster up enough courage and care to pretend to be you. It smiled, but there was no warmth. It even managed to cry, but it lacked the emotions to make them tangible. It played it close, spoke the words it knew you'd say, but the programming lacked your heart. I still felt your absence. I wanted to scream at it, expose it for the fake and fraud it was. But I knew if I did, that I would be hurting people who actually believed you were here. I didn't want them to face the pain of reality. You'd left a pretty picture that they were satisfied with and I'd feel mean if I took that away. So that was 
me just reflecting back on that, I really felt like I had to become this um, almost like a robot so that I didn't have so many feelings and emotions. So I didn't, um, you know, break down with every situation because I knew I had to keep going. And so I almost put myself in this autopilot mode where I did things automatically and you know it might have seemed like I was happy at times and I won't say that the entire you know marriage was you know just a complete disaster and always just strife and pain but um it was so much of it and the good times were so far and few in between that I, I had to almost leave myself, so to speak, in order to even be able to keep on going and to keep on trying my best to be a mother and make a home for them and set an example for them. And, you know, I did the best that I could with the situation that I was faced with, but at the same time, I know I felt it deeply that I was just an empty shell. I was just this person that was just doing what was necessary to keep appearances up and, you know, to try to stay underneath the radar. And I'm sure that a lot of my family members noticed it. You know, I would either become distant or... You know, things, interactions would be really shallow or it just wasn't much heart in my interactions. And it was because it took so much effort to even be this robot every day that I really had no energy or motivation to pretend for family members. And so, you know, it was like, I just won't bother. I'll just try to keep on this facade as long as I can and you know for a while it worked as best as um, I could have intended it to it allowed me to stay long enough for me to um, you know make things uh, better for me to be able to leave I was mentally better and stronger and able to leave the situation and not have any doubts or, you know, uh, guilt or fears that, you know, maybe I should go back or maybe I made a mistake. So me reflecting back on this poem now and just realizing how much I have grown from that and how I slowly, you know, came back to myself and you know, the smiles came back and the laughter came back and it wasn't mechanical and it wasn't, you know, just to be polite. It was genuine laughter and joy. And, you know, I had gotten that spirit back. And so reflecting on this, I'm feeling pretty good about myself and the shadow work that I've put in to even be able to look at these old poems and not even be triggered by it because the first time around I started Tears and Flowers 
even the information that I was uh, posting, beneficial information, you know, for my followers and even for myself was so triggering that I like I started to decline and had to take a break from it. So at that point, I wasn't ready and I needed a lot more work done internally and mentally. So I think I'm pretty proud of myself. So you guys tell me what you think. Don't forget to subscribe, share, follow, listen on your favorite platform. And again, listen out for the Monday moments of poetic reflection. Get involved. Let your voice be heard, too. I know there's a lot of people that love poetry, that want to hear, you know, other poetry, that want to even hear their you know, words hurt. They might be too shy to read it themselves. I'll read it for you. Don't worry. But um, yeah, get involved. This is a community thing. My whole, you know, one of my mantras is to give, gather, and grow. You know, it's not, part of this is not just for my benefit and for my healing. It's also for me to reach out and you know, let it be a collective thing, a sisterhood thing, a community thing, you know, because it's not just sisters. I have some brothers that listen. So, you know, it's not just a female thing. We all need to, you know, get together and make this better because we're not going to be in a better situation until our women are in a better situation. And that starts with us acknowledging what's going on in our communities and then not just forgetting about it and telling people to pray it away but doing something about it, having some action plans, some solutions, some therapy options, some all of that for the men and the, the sisters, you know? It's a community problem. It's not just, you know, a, a woman problem because these men, even after, you know, you leave them, they go on to marry other women, you know? And these, a lot of these... Um, Shacks have no problem with marrying them to multiple women, even after they know that this brother has abused multiple women. So, you know, it has to be a collective thing. So, you know, we can, something that can bring people together is a form of expression like poetry. It's one of my first loves. So if you're down, join in with me. Again, don't forget to follow, share, subscribe, listen on your favorite platform. Peace.